Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Um, this week we had the uh, Black Bears up in New Jersey once again. A little further north in New Jersey. A little proper New Jersey. As they took on the defending champion New Jersey Titans in their uh, opening weekend. Took them a, a little bit, but they finally got their opening weekend. They raised the banner on a Friday night, got the trophy out, all the pomp and circumstances, blah, 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 blah. So we'll review that. We'll look ahead to Danbury. Also, hey, a little interview ski for you. As we've got the captain of the Black Bears, Brad McNeil, coming to join us. We'll talk some stuff. Don't you worry about what we'll talk about. You'll have to listen. You'll have to listen to that. So, uh, yeah, we have that. But uh, let's get to Friday night and... Wow, what a what a game. <laughs> I think is all we can say about that. What a game that turned out to be. Ups, downs, ins, outs, just a ton of goals in the first frame. And uh, it started off early on the power play. Maryland, again, a little bit of penalty trouble following them through in the first part of the, the game. Starts off Anthony Calafiore, his fourth of the season as just movement around the perimeter. Gives New Jersey the open lane, and then boom, in the net it goes. Another penalty on this one, another tripping call, and then right after it, Michael Young, his first of the year, redirect in front, and things are getting out of hand just three minutes and 30 seconds into it. However, penalties rear their ugly head for New Jersey as well as Hunter Ramos gets his his fourth of the year. Uh, another perimeter play, just puck getting out in front. Ramos there, Potts home is fourth. Christian Catalano, his eighth assist. Elliot LaRoe getting in on the act with his first assist of the season. Two minutes and four seconds later, Adam Shankula gets on the action. Loose change in front, all tied up. Great board play by Maryland. Uh, Hunter Ramos with a nice little kick out to Shankula. His second assist, it's twos across the board. Shankula's second goal, Ramos's second assist, LaRoe's second assist, and the Black Bears have tied it just before midway point. But then Michael Young, he gets a penalty shot. He gets tripped up. Weren't going to call it at first. A little discussion with the linemen. They get the right call, I think, overall. Young didn't get the shot off initially, so uh, he gets a penalty shot. He puts it off of William over William Hackinson's shoulder, and it is to 3-2. New Jersey, but New Jersey again getting a double minor late into the frame, uh, and they uh, Black Bears decide to cash in on both ends of it. Starting with Dimitri Kibru, the kid is hot. A shot from uh, Gunner Van Dam goes right to Kibru's stick, right in the dot. He puts it home for his seventh of the year. That is Van Dam's sixth assist, and Kareem Alzem with the uh, second assist. On the power play for him. And uh, yeah, Maryland ties it up again. And then with just the waning seconds. Turnover in the zone. Maryland just buzzing all over the place. Gabriel Westling steps up, wires it home. That's his third of the season. The Black Bears going to intermission with the lead. Dimitri Kebrew, his fourth assist of the season. Quinn Kennedy, his sixth assist. All on the power play. And Maryland up 4-3 to three after that. Then a little bit of a scary moment. Hunter Ramos goes down in the corner. Gets slow to get up, but he gets back up again. It's like so much Chumbawamba. Gets a nice little alley-oop pass from Sean Kilcullen. 
goes in alone, puts in his fifth of the year, his second of the game. Maryland is up 5-3. to three. Kilcullen, his fourth assist. Luke Van Wy, his third assist of the game. And then Christian Catalano, 50 seconds later, puts home his fourth of the year uh, as he just picks up a pass from Kilcullen, weaves in and out, cuts through, boom, puts it in the net. Elabu, Elabu, Catalano with a goal. Maryland is up 6 Two, three. Sean Kilcullen, that assist helped him get over the record for uh, most career points by a defenseman for the Black Bears, his 42nd point, passing Hampus Rydquist uh, in that. So uh, shout out to Sean Kilcullen on that. Luke Van Wy, not too far away either. Luke Van Wy has had a, uh, a heck of a uh, season to start off with here too. He is currently at 37 points. So uh, for his NHL career, so we got a little bit, a little bit of interesting situation going between him and Van, uh, Van Wy and Kilcullen for uh, most career points as a defenseman. But as long as they're scoring points, it means they're scoring goals. It means possible dubs, baby. Uh, Levante Karras says again on the power play, getting uh, his big body in there, his first of the season down low in front. New Jersey puts her home, and uh, boy howdy, uh, there we are. Fantastic, as it is now six to four going into the break. Twelve oh one into the third period took a while, but here come the the uh, Black Bears. Catalano again uh, picks off in the blue line, rips it home. Defense was key. Forechecking was key. Catalano's fifth. Brad McNeil his fifth assist. Jesse Horacek his third assist. Maryland up 7-4. Five minutes after that, Gabriel Westling grips his second home. Picked it up off the boards. Short side shot on the rush for his fourth of the season. Luke Van Wy, uh, his third assist of the game, fifth of the year. Dimitri Kibrew, his second assist for fifth of the year. And that's all she wrote in that one as the uh, Black Bears win 8-4, to four, continuing their win streak, uh, putting it up to six games at that point. William Hackinson with 20 saves. In the winning effort uh, for this one. So uh, there we go. Onward, upward to the next game on Saturday night. A little bit, a, I wouldn't say tame of what because of what happened in the first few seconds. As we under a minute in, just had a huge fracas as Cream uh, Alizem gets a roughing call. Gage Par, uh, Perillo gets a fighting major and an instigation major against Eric Sharpentier. Ryan Novo gets a boarding call. All hell breaks loose for 49 seconds into the dang game. So uh, that happened. But after that, cooler heads kind of prevailed, kind of tempered down just a wee bit. Uh, but New Jersey, they get on the board first again in a transition off a breakout. Ryan Novo gets his second 6.07 in after the, the dust faded, and they are up one to nothing. A little bit of a back and forth, very tight checking game. Maryland uh, getting nine shots on the board in this period. Could not find the back of the net on uh, Jacob uh, Trogner as uh, they go into the intermission down uh, one to nothing. But it didn't take long. Christian Catalano, almost like a mere image of his first goal on Friday night, picks it up from a Brad McNeil pass. He weaves all the way around, puts it home for his uh, sixth of the season, six across the board on this one. Uh, Brad McNeil, 6th assist. Sean Kilcullen, 6th assist. And then away we go as Maryland is tied up at 1. Then penalty trouble did rear its ugly head, but Maryland 
equal to the task. Dimitri Kibru blocks a shot, gets a little push-up from Brad McNeil. Kibru in alone. Boom. Eighth of the year. He is hot. And fuego on the shorthand. McNeil gets his seventh assist of the season. Maryland up 2-1. to one. Uh, Just about two minutes later, power play goal for New Jersey. Uh, lo and behold, trickles in the net, gives credit to Brendan Dumas on a hot shot there uh, as that's a power play goal. New Jersey go uh, ties it up uh, at two apiece. Then right before the period ended, eight seconds, just a rocket from uh, Tyler Sanborn for New Jersey puts them up uh, three to two. Not much Jack Winnicky could do with that one. That was just a laser guided to the top shelf, and that's all she wrote uh, for that second period. New Jersey up 3-2. to two. Again, tight checking. Not a lot of offense given on either side. Only 12 total shots, 6 aside in the third period. Maryland had a couple good chances in uh, the middle part of the frame but could not do it. New Jersey scores 3 goals in the last minute and 16 seconds, starting with Michael Young on the power play. And then an empty netter from Brandon Dumas. And then Johnny McMahon with 7 seconds left put, puts one home. And that's all she wrote. On this one, Black Bears fall 6-2. to two. Wenicke with 19 saves in this one as the Black Bears do break their six-game uh, winning streak. One short of the uh, record for uh, most uh, games winning streak, but they tied the road winning streak record at four games uh, for this. So, a uh, or five games, rather. So... They had that going. Nope, four games because they won the one at the showcase, the two in New Jersey, and then one in New Jersey. So there we go. Four games tied the road winning streak there. Looking at the standings, though, pretty good spot. Black Bears are in 8-2-0, standing atop 16 points. Uh, below them is Northeast, who has 10 points in 10 games. Of course, the Rebels have uh, three games in hand. Johnstown has three games in hand. Maine has four games in hand. And Danbury has two games in hand. Uh, but uh, Black Bears looking pretty good in this one. Eight of their last ten victory as we look ahead to Danbury. Danbury right now in the bottom part of the standings. They only have one win in regulation and one win overall. So uh, actually it wasn't even – yeah, no, it was in regulation. So uh, the Black Bears, it's easy to look past this. It's very easy to look past this game. Um, in in many circles, they call it a trap trap game. College football, college basketball, college hockey, all sports really. What am I talking about? Could be a trap game. If you think you're going to go in there winning, odds are you might not win. And you're going into somebody else's rink. Could be an interesting situation. They know everything, this, that, and the other. So... Can't go into that ideal thinking, ah, oh, just because they are they only have one win on the season, we're going to walk all over them. Got to keep the foot on the pedal. Got to keep the noise going. Got to make sure that this team uh, gets all the points they can possibly get in any given series as they'll face Danbury at Danbury this weekend before coming back home after a long layoff, going back to the den uh, for some home cooking, as it were. So we will take a look at the Danbury series next week and preview the Danbury series the week after that as well. But we're back here with uh, Brad McNeil, captain of your Maryland Black Bears. Brad, thanks for taking the time, man. How is it going today? It's going great. Uh, happy to be here. Um, you know, well listening and excited to be a part of it. 
I'm glad you're here, bud. And and it's been ten games, but congratulations on uh, being named captain of the team. Take us through because this was announced at uh, training camp. Take us through just the emotions of uh, you know being named captain after you know three years here. Well, I mean, of course, it's like a huge honor. Um, <clears throat> you know, to represent or help represent um, you know such a great organization. You know, obviously, it's it's uh, huge and a great accomplishment, and you know something that means a lot. Um, you know, I think I've been able to learn a lot from the, the leaders of the, of the past teams I've been able to play with. So, um, you know, I was definitely excited to, to get my own, own opportunity to take some of the things I've learned and, you know, use, use some of my, uh, knowledge and experience as well and kind of put it together. And uh, before you came to Maryland, you uh, spent some time out there in your uh, home state of Michigan playing around with uh, Honey Bay, Compuware, Victory. Uh, just a lot of just heavy hitters in that Michigan youth hockey scene. I don't think it gets the credit it deserves, quite honestly. I mean, you hear about the Northeast, you hear about the Minnesota. But, you know, take us through, like, what what kind of uh, how intense it is in Michigan in the youth hockey scene. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Um, you know, there's so many so many good teams in such a small area. Um, you know, every week or weekend you're, you know, only traveling 30, 40 minutes and playing tough competition every night, um, you know, throughout the regular season and starting to build rivalries. Um, and then going to the state tournament, you know, it's, it's awesome. Um, you know, eight great teams in Michigan and, you know, every, every night you, uh, get some good competition and you don't have to travel far to do it too. So, um, you know, and as you get a little bit older, you know, you've, you've played with a lot of the guys you're going up against or played against them, some of the same guys for years, um, which which just makes the competition all that more fun and all that more um, interesting as, as you get into the games and get into the, into the tournaments and, and state playoffs especially. Now, you, you talk about the, the short trips you have to take with all the youth hockey, and then you make a big leap going coming out here to Maryland, and you, uh, you know, take a chance on yourself. How, you know, how was that mentally preparing, just being away from home? Because that's, that is a big leap even you know, for anybody at any age, but for you at a young age to, to do that, like how was that, what, uh, how was that emotionally and, and, and physically and all that for you? Um, it, it, you know, it's, it's definitely an adjustment, but um, I think it was something I was definitely ready for, you know. Um, I looked forward to, um, with junior hockey, you know, being a little bit different than, than what most kids do of going to school. Um, and I thought it was kind of a great opportunity for me to get out of Michigan a little bit and, you know, experience something new, um, you know, experience a great place. Like Maryland is a awesome, awesome place with, you know, so much to do around here with, you know, DC, Baltimore, and Annapolis. Um, you know, so I was also, you know, as, as well with nervous and, um, you know, a new experience, also very excited to, to get out to a new place and kind of experience, you know, different people, different food, different area. Um, and you know, I, I think it's been great. Brad McNeil joins us here on Defending the Den. And Brad, you have been here for, this is your third season now. And you look at the different teams that you've been around, different players you've been around, some the same. I mean, you and Kilcullen have uh, grown up together in the same, you know, the same time span. Uh, Dimitri Kibru also been in this one but what kind is there a big difference from the the last three year teams that you've been on or is this kind of the same message just different components thrown in there um you know i think being a part of the same organization and same coach most similar coaching staff over the last three years um you know it's a pretty similar message every year 
but you kind of just try to add and build and learn with experience. You know, each, each team you have, you play with is a little different. Um, and so you don't always have the same style or, you know, little tweaks, but overall, you know, the message kind of stays the same and you just try to try to build each year, you know, um, obviously playing with me and Co Cullen, um, over the last, you know, three years, you start to get a little, obviously a lot more chemistry and start blowing off each other's game a bit. And, you know, so from year one, um, we've been able to add things to our game. So now we can have that, have that extra little trust that we can, you know, do some more things in the ice than we can our first year. And you kind of just build and learn with experience, um, which has been, I think the biggest thing from, from year one to year three is just how much you learn throughout a season with the group of guys you're with. Um, especially with ups and downs, um, you know, you can just build off of the downs and, you know, try to tweak things so that they don't happen again. And, and I mean, this season so far, plenty of ups, eight and two this season, but it seems that this team right now has, at least from the guys who've returned a little bit of an extra spark given how last year ended. Is that something that I'm seeing correctly? Like this team has a, a new gear and a new motivation, you know, considering how last year ended? I mean, definitely. I think, again, it kind of goes with the experience a little bit and being able to learn from last year. Um, obviously, we had a great start um, and didn't finish anywhere anywhere near we want what we wanted to. So coming into this year, I mean, I think the summer was big and, you know, we got to talk to a lot of the new guys coming in and, obviously the returners and get a little bit more on the same page before the season starts. And, you know, even through early success, you know, we don't, we don't want to get too comfortable at all. And it's still through, you know, the first 10 games, we've learned a lot already from, from game one to game 10. And, you know, that's something we want to keep doing. Um, and yeah, we definitely have a, have a bit more fire to us this year and hope, hope to learn from last year and, you know, stay on a consistent upward path this year and not, you know, make the same mistakes we did before. Exactly. And growing, growing, growing is always a good thing. And, and growing for you, you're in your uh, tw- last year, junior hockey, currently uncommitted. A couple of weeks back, had the showcase out there in Blaine. Um, for someone who has a lot of scouts looking at you now, I mean, especially in your last uh, season of junior hockey, what kind of process is that for you? Do you feel a little bit extra pressure or, or is it kind of, since you've been there before and you've had one under your belt, uh, it was a little bit easier for you to kind of adapt to that? Um, I mean, obviously it comes with a, with a little bit extra, extra weight in your shoulders, but you know, for the most part, it's, it's kind of just focusing on what you can control, which is, which is your game and your team. Um, and that stuff sort of comes with it, you know, the, um, it's, it's more just to focus on what's going inside the room and, you know, what, what you can do to make your team better. And, you know, if, if you're doing all the right things, you know, that stuff sort of comes with it. So, you know, you don't want to, don't want to focus on, on yourself and take anything away from what you can do to help your team. Um, you know, I think that that is where you, uh, it becomes an issue not only for your team, but, you know, it kind of gets yourself in a little bit of trouble and it doesn't help out with, with that process at all. So um, you just, you know, want to control what you can control and keep working. And, you know, if you're doing all the right things, then good opportunities will come. Brad McNeil, captain of the Maryland Black Bears, joins us going up to Danbury this weekend. Um, 
you know, uh, you look at the standings and it is early, short sample size and stuff like that. But what is the key for you guys to, I guess, what's the meshes across the room to keep the hammer down, keep that, keep the gas on it and not really let up? Like, uh, like you mentioned, some bad spots last year. What is the mentality going into a game like this against a team who hasn't really shown uh, much yet this season? You know, for us, I think it's it's the focus on ourselves and not and not necessarily worry about um, you know the teams we're playing or what what they're looking like or how they've started the year because you know when we focus on the details that that we're good at and you know the hard work and we we come with that competitive edge you know we can compete and beat anyone in this league um, and you know I think when we we lose focus of that that's kind of when we get into trouble. So I think the biggest thing for us is to come in with that, that edge and keep that fire that we've had to start the year and, um, you know, play our game. Uh, we'll get you out of here on this one, Brad. Just a couple of light, easy questions. Uh, so what's your favorite spot in Maryland uh, since you've been here? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I, I love spending time in Annapolis. Um, you know, I think the town down there is great and, um, you know, we've been lucky enough to spend some time at our at our owner's house down there. And, you know, it's it's just a beautiful area. Love being on the water. Um, you know, it reminds me of being back home up at our up, our, up, our, up at our cottage. Excuse me. And, um, you know, I have to say that's probably the, my favorite so far. Oh, never, never a bad spot in Annapolis. Is there a song that you have on repeat right now in your on your iPod, iPhone, whatever the kids are doing these days? Honestly, it, uh, it it changes a bit um, depending on, you know, what uh, what the team listens to a bit. But um, I, I would say in my car, I, I've been listening to uh, to Kid Rock a bit, which is, uh, you know, a, a Detroit artist who, you know, I kind of grew up listening to with my family. Um, uh, like probably would say Blue Jeans and a Rosary by Kid Rock has been been what I'm playing, playing the most recently. And we'll get you out of here on this one. Favorite road rink to play in? Ooh, um, I think uh, I think a pretty common answer from uh, from guys here has been uh, Johnstown. Um, you know, it's not too far, and you know they got a nice rink there. And you know, I think over the last couple of years we've we've built a little rivalry between them. So I think you know the atmosphere is pretty good. Um, you know, I I think our our fans got them in that department, but. Um, you know, I think uh, the atmosphere there is fun too, and um, between the little rivalry we got going on and and some playoff series we've had in the past, I think it's it's always fun to go there and and play too. It's always fun to beat them in the playoffs in their rink. That's for dang sure. Uh, Brad, <laughs> thanks. Can't beat that, right? <laughs> exactly. Brad, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it, and uh, all the best going forward. Obviously, we'll be keeping track of you, and uh, you know, uh, good luck in the rest of the season. Yeah, awesome. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, thank you very much. Have a, have a good rest of the day. And thanks to Brad McNeil for coming on uh, the show, and associate head coach Kim Weiss for uh, help setting that up, facilitating that up. Hopefully we can get more interviews to you guys this season as it goes on, depending upon circumstances all that other, and, and time, of course. We don't want to take time away from uh, these kids who have, uh, you know, they're, you know, they're doing school, they're doing – uh, billet stuff, doing work around the house, doing chores, all that fun stuff. We don't want to uh, uh, interfere with schedules as people are people of habit, me included. So um, thanks to uh, both uh, Brad and Kim for setting this up, making that happen. Um, 
we're we're kind of getting things going here. College hockey season has started. A lot of Maryland Black Bears alumni have been uh, getting things going in a big way. And uh, let's take a look. Last week we looked at the uh, former captains. Uh, Luke Mountain was a former captain of the Maryland Black Bears. He started his season. Uh, no points to really show for him as of yet, uh, unfortunately, going forward. But, hey, that's fine. That's fine. Um, you know, time, it, it will come. All of it will come. Everything's going to be all right now. Everything's going to be all right. It's like Good Charlotte said. But it's interesting that uh, Philip Tornquist is there for University of Vermont. So two MMBB alums hanging out together, back at it once again. So uh, shout out to them uh, getting things going uh, for uh, for their season ahead. So let's get to a couple guys that, uh, you know, had some uh, have have a little bit of things to look at in terms of uh, where they're going, what they're doing, all that fun stuff heading ahead of time. We'll start off with uh, Laker Aldridge, who's going the uh, the road less traveled, as he has uh, gone to the University uh, Ohio University in the ACHA, where he is ripping it up right now uh, in four games, three goals and two assists for Ohio University. So shout out to uh, Laker on that one. Uh, making making the most of what he can do over there. Ryan Bottrell, he uh, suiting up for Brown this year. No games as of yet, but we can uh, assume that uh, uh, he will be up and at them, ready to go. Connor Cole playing for uh, University of As- Alaska Anchorage. Did not get into the games this weekend, but of course freshmen do have a nice little rotation that they got going on there, so we will see what happens uh, for his season, Mike Morelli also suited up as the third goaltender for Michigan Tech, uh, number 35, so not the number 30 that we're accustomed to for Morelli, uh, but uh, solid of him uh, to get uh, get some suit-up time. Always fun to have that in there. And then, of course, Thomas Jarman and Wilmer Skoog, uh, Boston University, their season has not started yet. A lot of things uh, prepared for those guys, especially Skoog going into his uh, senior season, see if he will... Uh, Peak some interest in the NHL after that, or if he will go ahead and uh, have a fifth season, get another uh, year under his belt for a big run, coming off a 30-point season for Skoog at Boston University. And Josh Nixon transferring from Lake Superior State to Union College and getting in on things early, had a goal on Friday night, had an assist on Saturday night. So a, uh, a big, big work for him in those games. I think Friday night's game, however, was a uh, or Saturday night's game, however, was a uh, exhibition. So I don't know if that counts again, but it has a goal there. But uh, fitting in nicely in his new school, uh, Josh Nixon doing the dang thing. So that's it. Little we'll, we'll keep track on our uh, MMBB alum going forward and see what they can do and accomplish this coming season. But that's it. That's all. Again, thanks to Brad McNeil for coming on, chatting a little bit. Uh, good to talk to him. And uh, yeah. We will see you guys next week. Dan Barry coming up. All the action on Hockey TV. You can check that out. Check the uh, check all the fun stuff that's going on on Defending Den MBB on Twitter. And that's it. That's all. You guys have a safe week. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den on uh, the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and PodcastMonsters.com. Like I said, Defending Den MBB is the Twitter handle. All the live game, in-game stuff as much as possible as much as uh, my other media uh, uh, stuff will allow. 
and we'll go from there. You guys have a great week. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you next time through. Peace.